Well, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Welcome to today's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. To all of our listeners in the United States, I want to welcome you to this episode. And to all of our listeners from every other country in the world, I'm just honored to have you with us. Welcome everyone to Marriage and Family Clinic in Southern Virginia. We're coming to you on WGPL 1350, WPCE 1400 on your AM dial and WBXB 100.1 on your FM dial. You can also listen to us on the live stream at www.christianbroadcastingcompany.com. And if you would like to hear this or any other broadcast, you can find my podcast by searching The C.D. Hodges. That's right. You can go to iTunes or the iTunes podcast player and search The C.D. Hodges. You'll find Marriage and Family Clinic there. Marriage and Family Clinic is here to help you break down and gain enlightenment into your relationship dynamics. We hope to help you identify what makes you tick and ultimately help you repair to grow to perfect your marriage and your family relationships. And I know we started on last week, we started a discussion on the five love languages for teens. Uh, and it was exciting last week, those five uh Love languages are words of affirmation, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, and gifts. We started talking about that last week, and uh, we were only able to discuss two of them on last week, so I owe you discussion on the following three. We only talked about words of affirmation and physical touch last week, and so we will get to a discussion on the other three, uh, which includes quality time, acts of service, and gifts. But for this exercise, for this episode rather, I have what I hope will be a special treat. I, I, I'm really glad to come to you with what I believe will be a special treat. My wife and I were visiting our children here in Abilene, Texas this week, and I thought it would be a really good idea to have a discussion about family with my three grandchildren here in Abilene. So we're going to talk about what family means to us. So fasten your seatbelts and just listen up, and I want to present them to you now. I want to introduce to you my oldest grandchild here in Abilene is uh, Ariana, and she's 11 years old. Say hey. What's up? What's up? That's it? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and then there's Adam Jr., who's nine years old. Say hey. Hey. That was so And weird. then there's my youngest, Alea. Uh, I call Alea my shadow because she's always all over me. She's seven years old. Say hey, ba G baby. Hello, my folks. <laughs> all right. Okay. Uh, these are my G babies. As you can probably already begin to sift out, they are rumbunctious three. They're full of life. They're full of energy. They're full of joy. They're full of excitement. They're they're full people, and I. I tell you, these are my babies, though. No matter whatever else anybody in the, in the world thinks, these are my baby. And I just wanted to talk to them. They're very bright. And I appreciate the mom and dad for raising them in church. We're trying to raise them to know the Lord, to love Jesus, to have their lives centered around Jesus. We're trying to teach them uh, values and how to care for others and as well as caring for themselves. And, and believe you me, it's a job. Parenting is a job and a half. And to do it well, 
it requires untold amounts of time and energy and effort. You got to be consistent and you got to be diligent. So anyone who says that parenting is easy, uh, they're living in another world. They're living in some kind of fantasy land. And uh, so I just wanted to have a discussion with these three on today and present to you. So, G-Babies, let's talk about what family means to us. So I think that's a good place to start. Let's start with you, Ariana. What, what does family mean to you? Um, family is, I guess, whoever's there for you all the time, even when you're not always there for them. Oh, wow. That's pretty insightful. So you already recognize that sometimes people are giving you more than you give back, or sometimes you're giving people more than they give you back, huh? I'm yeah. smart for an 11-year-old. Oh, my goodness. You had to throw that in there, huh? Yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. You want to chime in, Junior? What does family mean to you? What she said. But even when, like, you have no friends, they'll probably be a friend. Yeah. So your family can be friends to you. Oh, man, that's outstanding. Outstanding. You want to say anything, Alaya? Well, they can be foes. Yeah. Oh. You want to say anything, Alaya? Yes. What do you want to say? Um, family technically means to me, like, what both of them said. But um, technically, if there's nobody to watch out for you, there is somebody to watch out for you. Your family's always watching out for you. Even though you have friends, they don't watch out for you like your family does. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Not even friends can watch out for you like your family. And I hope you guys remember that. There's no one in the world that's going to love you, care for you, have your back, stand with you, support you, lift you like your family. And you know, what you guys said is really close. It is really close to my own definition of family. And my definition of family goes something like this. The family is the unit that God gave us, God's ordained unit of love, security, support, and nurturing. And so from your perspectives, from your 11-year-old, your 9-year-old, and your 7-year-old perspective of family, you really describe family the same way that I do. Told you we were smart. Well, okay, Ariana. <laughs> That's my baby. That's my baby. You know. Now what let's let's let me ask you this. What makes your family special, Junior? Mm. What makes your family special? And you guys think about that because I'm gonna come back around to you also. What makes your family special? Sometime today? Well let me come back to you, Junior. Let's ask Ariana. What makes your family special? We're all uniquely gifted and we're always there for each other. Yeah, we're all uniquely gifted and always there for each other. Wow, that's awesome. That is awesome. And isn't it, isn't it amazing though? And I always look at you guys, you three guys. You come from the same mother and father. And they've raised you pretty much the same way. But you are three unique individuals. Three unique individuals. You are not exactly alike. You have different needs. You have different personalities. But you come together and you make it work. Well, you make it work most of the time. <laughs> How about that? You want to chime in, Junior? What's special about your family? You ready now? Oh, uh, I think 
He doesn't know. We can be um, friends when we want to, but sometimes when we when we um, get mad at each other, we're enemies. But in the end, we're always um, always kind of friends. Yeah, that's good, Junior. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Now, there we go. They're trying to get that little sibling rivalry going right now, but. <laughs> You know, and and that and that's the thing about family. You know, we may disagree, we may argue, some family members even fight, but at the end of the day, you gotta know that we're in it together. We are in it together. All right. Now, here's a good question for you. Here's a good question for you. What special attributes, or what special characteristics, or what special gifts and talents do you bring to your family? Who wants to go first? Come on, Junior. What do you bring? Humor. You bring humor. Mm -hmm. All right. Good. <laughs> Come I on, Ariana. Athleticism. One. No, you do not bring humor. Uh. Two. I bring imagination. Imagination. I do too. Okay. What do you bring, Alea? I bring laughter, music, and dancing. Laughter, music, and dancing. So when we bring humor together with imagination with laughter, music, and dancing. That's what makes this family special, and that's what makes this family work. Each of you, each of you bring your own contributions, what you specialize in. God has gifted you all in those areas. Athleticism. Athleticism. Creativity. Creativity. You know. Oh. You, Analea, I've seen you. I've seen you empathize with people. I've seen you care for people, be kind to people. Do you know what empathy means? Empathy means that you're able to put yourself in someone else's shoes and wonder how they would feel, and you try to take care of the way that they feel. And so that's what empathy is all about. And I've seen you empathize before. I've seen you not empathize before, but I've seen you empathize before. <laughs> you know. So everybody, everybody brings their own special gifts to the family. And make the family work. God has put you together in a very special way. The book of Psalms 139 says, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. So the way that God has made you, Ariana, the way that God has made you, Junior, the way that God has made you, Aaliyah, we bring that together. And you contribute to the family to make the family work. To make the family whole. And to provide security and nurturing for yourselves. And I want you guys to know something. That I am holding you responsible for contributing to the success and the maintenance of this family. To your mom and to your dad and to your grandmother and me. I am holding you guys responsible to use your special giftings from God to love us and to help us all succeed. Does that sound like a heavy challenge? Yes. No. No? It's not too much, is it? Because we're literally just doing what we do best. Doing what you do best. Doing what God made you to do. Now, will you please remember that? In those tough times when you don't get your way, will you please remember that? <laughs> I tell you, these are my G-babies. And this is the reason my, my wife and I, we traveled all the way from Virginia. Even in this pandemic, we traveled from G Virginia to visit my son, my daughter, 
and our grandchildren here because we love them that much and they add that much to you our lives. I better love you that much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. You have a question? What's your question? If somebody gets their way, I'm not saying something in particularly, but if somebody doesn't get their way and mm-hmm. they feel really, really mad about it for a few days, how do parents um, like help that or fix that? Oh, my goodness. Now, that's a really good question. So, Leah asked the question, if, if you can't get something that you asked for, if you can't get your way, uh, and it hurts your feelings, you're feeling down for a couple of two or three days, how can parents help that? Well, the way that parents help that, number one, is that they keep on providing for you. They keep on uh, providing food and clothing and shelter for you. They keep on loving you. They keep on talking to you. They keep on giving you more chances. They offer you something other than what you feel like you're missing so badly. Believe you this. Believe me right here, Leah. And I say this to you too, Ariana and Junior. I want the three of you to know that your parents, believe it or not, your parents know a whole lot more than you do. And that's the reason they are the parent. That's the reason that they are the parent. They know a whole lot more than you do. And I'm telling you, 99.999% of the time, your parents are right. So what I want you to know, Alea, is that whenever your mom and dad says no to you, I'm pretty sure it's for your good. And it may hurt your feelings. It may hurt your feelings and you may feel bad about it for a while. You may dislike their decisions. But I'm telling you, 99.99% of the time, your parents are making decisions about you and for you that are best for you. And if you remember that, it'll help you handle the disappointments a lot better. All right? So like 0.1% of the time? That z- that point zero 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 one percent of the time that your parents may not get it, that is so insignificant, you don't even get to count it. <laughs> that not the see that's Junior. There's the personality come through coming through. Alea, she has that empathetic touch. I told you you could tell that by the question she asked. How do parents help you feel better about disappointments? That's Alea. And Junior, his personality that. shining through also. He picks out those little analytical points. He's a he's a detailed type of guy. And you know, and and here's and here's the thing about being a parent. I want to share with you listening. Here's the thing about being a parent. You have to study your children well enough to know their personalities their personality quirks their personality strengths even their personality weaknesses and you have to accept your children for who they are right where they are every time they are all right so great question alea thank you very much and since since you own that since you own that tell me uh, let me ask you guys this question do you think having a mother and father are important? Definitely. Yep. Yeah, what do you say, Ariana? Definitely. Why so? Because, number one, who's going to pay the bills? Number two, who's going to love you and care for you? And number three, who's going to cook unless you know how to cook and buy McDonald's? 
Okay. Can we just key on that who's going to love you and care for you part? <laughs> That's why mother and father are important. <laughs> who's going to care for you? That buy, buy stuff, you know, that's good. That's important. But, yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Mom and dad's responsibility is to love and care for you. What were you going to say, Junior? Why are mother and father important? They're always there to love you mm -hmm. and care for you. Um... They can play with you. Yeah. They brought you into the world. Yeah, they brought you into the world. And they can take you up. <laughs> That's that old school thinking. Yeah. What do you think, Alea? Do you um, think having a mother and father are important and why? It's really important because, um, say, Who's going to get you a house? Who's going to get you shelter? Who's going to get you clothes? And if you fall down and you have a big cut and you have nothing to heal it, you know, and um, your Mom and dad are there. Mm -hmm. All right. I like that, Aaliyah. Who's going to provide for Don't you? Don't forget McDonald's. Because, you know, McDonald's every now and then. Good, Junior. Thank you, Junior. Uh, uh, but you know what I say about children, right? We're unemployed. Wait a minute. On the count of three. Tell me what it is I say about children. One, two, three. We're unemployed. unemployed. Homeless people. Yeah. yeah. What he said. Unemployed homeless people. <laughs> and so you need mothers and fathers to care for you. Question. Yeah. Alea has another question. How many questions are you going to get? Um, if you're a mother and father, I know they love you. But if they're really mad at you, mm -hmm. and like my mom was really mad at me because I broke two lamps in 30 minutes, okay. and she was really mad at me, and uh, uh, and what if your parents are mad for a few days about the same exact thing? Uh-huh. Well, if you, if you broke two lamps in 30 minutes... Sounds like you were doing something that you didn't have any business doing. No, me and my brother were shooting on our basketball hoop, and the ball knocks over. Yeah. And, like, knocks and so, and so, a lot of times, what happens when you have an accident or when you're disobedient and something goes wrong, it appears that your mother and father are angry with you, but more often than not, they're not really angry with you. They are upset and they're passionate and they're excited because sometimes you could have been you could have been hurt. You could have hurt yourself. Hold on, Junior. I see your analytical hand. You could have been in a dangerous situation. And moms and dads are always calculating what could happen if you hurt yourself. And that excites them. So oftentimes that excitement comes across as anger. But your mom and dad, and I've seen your mom and dad, but your mom and dad always come back and hug you and tell you that they love you, don't they? Mm -hmm. But they had that initial excitement. They had that initial passion. And that was because they had imagined that something terrible could have happened to you. And they do not want that. They do not want that. All right. Now, let's let Junior have a turn because he wants to throw one of his analytical points in here. Come on, Junior. You know how sometimes parents say, I'm not angry with you. I'm just passionate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's the truth. That's the truth, Junior. All right. But Aaliyah, those are some really good questions. Aaliyah, and, and again, I just want to point out, 
that you guys have specific personalities here. Alea, we're going through this discussion right now, and Alea is really dealing with feelings. And Ariana, she's really pointing out, uh, uh, she's really pointing out uh, substantial facts. She's really pointing out uh, things that have meaning and principles and values. And Junior... He's just adding humor. Junior's adding his humor, like he said. All right. <laughs> but sense. guess what? You guys are coming together to make this discussion meaningful. Like We're coming together to make this discussion meaningful like our family. That's right. I almost said amen, but that's okay too, huh? <laughs> Why don't you say amen? I have another question. Why don't I say, well, you wait a couple of minutes for your next question because I, I, I know how you can ask questions. But listen, let's go on to another point here. Uh, well, answer me this, since we're talking about mothers and fathers, what is it that you like about the way your mother and father love you? So your mother and father love you in their own special way. What do you like about mothers and father love, Junior? I'll start with my dad. He always uh, plays basketball with me. Uh-huh. Um, he lets me watch TV. Uh-huh. He lets me have a snack. Even when I don't really need one. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Well, that's pretty good. I like the very first thing you said, though. He always plays basketball with you. So, you know what that means? To you, it's really about the basketball, but you cherish the time you have with your father, huh? Yeah. That's pretty... Man... That, and that's why that's why G Mom and I came down here, man. We need the time with you guys. That time is special. Spending time together says I love you. All right, come on, Ariana. I, I what do you? Oh, oh, wait a minute. Okay, tell. I'm sorry, Junior. She always cooks wonderful meals. Yeah. She's really nice. And um. Hmm. What should I say? Um, she's really nice, uh -huh. and she always helps me with school projects. She she's helping me with one right now. Okay, so hold on now. So when you point, man, you guys, I don't know if you know how important the things are that you're saying, but everything that you're saying is really backing up how you define family in the beginning. Because you said family was about being there for each other, helping one another, supporting one another. And this is how you're describing your mother and your father. So that, that's a really good thing. Let me get over here to uh, Ariana. So tell us what you love about your mother and father loving you. My mother is usually really like a patient in mm -hmm. how a mother should be. And then my father, he's gotten definitely gotten better at being patient and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Uh -huh, I see. So you like the fact that your father improves? Yes. Because <laughs> you can't get rid of him, can you? Mm, unfortunately, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we stuck with one another, right? Yeah. yeah. So we got to make this thing work. Until death do us part. Until death do us part. Give me some dap on that. That was good. That was good. You know, believe it or not, uh, I don't know if you heard my radio show on last week, but the last two weeks I was saying to parents that it's okay for us sometimes to admit that we don't know everything. 
it's okay for sometimes for us sometimes to say to you guys, I don't know this. I'm learning this. I'm still learning. And so we and just like moms and dads are patient with you guys, you need to be patient with moms and dads also. What's up, Junior? Your hand. I hope my parents um, heard that. Yeah. Because most of the time I'm like. Mm -mm. Because most of the time you're right. Don't even start that. Uh, if you're picking up on this, this junior fella really believes in himself. Yeah. Definitely. So tell us, Alea, Alea, I call her Lay Baby. I've called her that since she was born. So Lay Baby, tell me what it is you love about your mother and father loving you. Oh, at first about the thing you were talking to Junior about how um, it's good to admit, uh, or your parents sometimes can admit that they're still learning stuff. Uh-huh. And, like, my dad's still learning college because he skipped college, so we don't make fun of him and stuff. Sometimes it's just for fun. Yeah. But uh, we don't do it all the time. And the thing I like about my dad is sometimes he can be angry, but most of the time he's really nice. Yeah. And most people, like at the mall, um, this guy was um, doing his shoes, and, you know, he was really funny. I think his name was, t t I forgot his name. Mm-hmm. Tamaji. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... He was washing my dad's shoes, and he said, not, um, um, this guy's, like, he was talking about my dad. He was like, um, this guy's big. He's tall. How are you guys not scared of him? I said, um, when you're actually going to know him, he's pretty nice. And then, um. <laughs> That's great. That's great. I appreciate that, Leah. That's my lay baby. She can tell the story. I'm telling you. <laughs> but let me move on, lay baby. <laughs> Listen, this is an important question right here. This is important right here. This is the life changer. The question that I'm getting ready to ask you. And I want you to think seriously about this. Think most seriously about this because I think you know this particular question means a lot to me. You've known me long enough. I didn't ask you guys what you think about your grandmom and me. Hmm. Maybe we'll get to that one time. But here's the question. Do you think it's important for children to obey their parents? All right. You're not going to take any time to think? Let's start with you, Ariana. My rebellious side is like, no, children should not obey their parents at all whatsoever. But then, like, we have to because, like, what if we get into, like, a dangerous mm -hmm. situation? Mm-hmm. Then they tell us to stop. Like, yeah. we're crossing the road, cars coming, we don't see it. They tell us to stop in the middle of the road. But what if we don't? We get hit by the car. Mm -hmm. So, uh, like, children should obey, their, should obey their parents. Yeah. Great, great. I, I like how you started that. You acknowledge that you do have a rebellious side. I'm going to give you some dap on that because I'm agreeing with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> 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 but you my baby though. <laughs> but I, I like how you follow that up. I do know what's best though, and it's best that I obey my mom and my dad. That's great. How about you, Junior? Is it important for children to obey their parents? Yes, because I saw um, on the news before that someone wasn't listening to their mother, and um, they... Um, they had like a knife and they were approaching police mm. and then they died. Oh, wow. They were doing what to police? They were approaching so, 
Yeah. Junior said that someone had a knife and mother told him to stop. He didn't stop and the police shot him. You know, so, and, and that's usually what happens. If you don't obey your parents, you're going to run into pain and hurt and destruction. Doesn't that happen all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it happens. So it, it's critical that you obey your mother and your father. How about you, Alea? Is it important for children to obey their mother and father? Definitely, I'm going to say that what my brother Junior said about this, mm -hmm. um, like, you have to have consequences, because my dad always says, you have to look before you cross the street, because if you don't look and you just cross the street, because one time my mom was going to Sam's, and this kid just walked across the street, mm -hmm. and his mom didn't even... Um, care about it um, he just walked across the street and then my mom was like nearly about to hit him so she just stopped at yeah. her car and so you have to obey your um, uh, mom and dad because like if you don't there's like it's gonna end up in pain because yeah. like if my sister didn't cross the street one time she had to get spanking because yeah um, because she didn't look and you have to obey your parents what's going to end in All right. There you go. Alea, she's going to tell me that story. Hey, listen, we're about out of here. I'm about out of time here. But let me ask you one last question. Everybody, everybody answer at the same time. Who's the best G-mom and G-dad in the world? I don't know. Carl! Hodges and Lolita Hodges. Yeah, lay baby. <laughs> All right. Listen, I'm out of time here. I really appreciate you joining us this week on Marriage and Family Clinic. You've enjoyed talking with my G-babies, Ariana, Adam Jr., and Alea down here in Abilene, Texas. I'm going to see you again next week. Email me, cdhodges at hotmail.com. Let me know what you think. Hey, listen, remember, you can't have peace without surrendering your life to the Prince of Peace. God bless you, and we are out. But we were out of time. Yeah, well, that's the first thing you should have started off with. Well, I'm sorry.